Coming up, you're going to discover how to make your announcement, whether it's an app launch or an app update, newsworthy. Because the fact that you exist is not good enough. Stay tuned. What is up, App Nation? It is Steve P. Young, founder of AppMasters.com. You know, the agency, the growth hacking agency that is here for you to help grow your downloads. We're exceptionally great at taking startups and getting them to the first 100,000. I would say that's our specialty and obviously ASO as well. And recent update, because I want to keep this as a running vlog type of thing too. We just got our 19th, 19th, 19th app featured by Apple. It was a nice little banner that we got in Turkey and then the new games we love category in a few other countries as well. So pretty excited about that. Got a few more app launches in June, hoping to get an app store feature. But in this video, you're going to hear from my friend, Dan Berg. You can check out his website at novicenolonger.com, novicenolonger.com, or just click on the links in the YouTube description or podcast description, wherever you're consuming this content. But Dan is a former Verge editor, The Verge, a great publication. And so you're going to hear about how he likes to receive PR pitches and how do you make your announcement more newsworthy. So the fact that you're launching, the fact that you exist, the fact that you're updating is not always newsworthy enough. So how do you stand out from all the hundreds of pitches that Dan and people on the other side, reporters, are getting to make sure they want to cover you? You're not going to hear it from a marketing guy, but from a reporter and editor. So you're going to hear from the other side on how they want to receive your pitches. All right. Stay tuned for that. And I'll be back after the video. All right. So the next thing you want to do is make sure you're writing about something that is newsworthy. And you said in an outline we put together, simply existing is not news. So you're launching and I put not equal news. So how do we go about making sure that it's newsworthy? Well, this is a very interesting point and one that I think a lot of people forget. At least I say that a lot of people forget based on the pitches that I would get when I was at Laptop Magazine and The Verge. Um, because a lot of times I would have written about a topic and a competitor the next day or the day after would send me an email being like, hey, look at us. And I'd be like, okay, I just wrote about somebody else. It doesn't mean I'm going to be writing about you. Because what journalists and writers are looking for when they're going to write about you is not just that you exist, but that you're doing something. So if you are the first of a certain type to market or you're launching or you just onboarded your first 1,000 users or you just hit some certain metric, all of these different things, or you just added a brand new feature based on feedback or based on a current news, like you read a news article that there's this trend growing about people using phones in their cars. And so you added something in your iPhone app utility to do, to help people that use their apps as driving, assisted driving things. You link to the study, link to your app and be like, we just added that. And so the important thing here is this, the fact that you exist is not news. You have to figure out why you're emailing them. And there can be, you can kind of figure this out. And this also help you move your app forward too, because you're responding 
every time you make a little change, every time you respond to somebody, that's another opportunity to pitch press. And a lot of times when you're sending out emails to journalists, you're not going to get a response. Nobody's going to email you back. It's going to be like throwing a penny in a well. It's terrible. But what you do with that spreadsheet is you then put on when was the last time you contacted them. And then every time you make a change with your app being like, hey, I just want to let you know we just added this because of this. And it's also another opportunity too. If you did get press from any other publication to be like, here's some other people that wrote about us, just so they know that you're not just some random person possibly. And that's kind of the, the new routine that every time you add something to your app or every time something happens that might relate to your app, it's a new opportunity to really try to get your app out there. Got it. I love that. And so what are some things that you like to see within your pitches? Like if there's one specific example that you have, let's say I'm brand new. I don't have any social proof points, but is there a specific example that you have where you said, I'm going to write about this company because they said X, Y, and Z to me that showed a little social proof that they're actually going somewhere. I mean, this happens all the time. Um, it just, when there is somebody, a lot of times the, the highest response rates I got were just from single solo app developers who just created an app. And they sent me an email that was just casual and it was just like them sharing what they're doing. And I think one of the important things to keep in mind is the actual context of the people that are going to be reading these emails. Uh, the people that are journalists, like I was and like everybody they're gonna be emailing, they're journalists because they're interested in the topics that they're writing about. And they were probably researching them in depth long, long, long before they got into journalism. And they're continuing to do it because they love learning about new things and then sharing it with others. And that's like their passion. So if they're writing about apps, they love apps. And as an app developer, that means that you just created something that they love. It's in the category of something that they love. And so the best way to kind of go into this process and frame this entire thing is to really think of it as sharing something that you think is cool with somebody else who probably is going to think it's cool too. So if you go into it with a more casual kind of conversation way, be like, hey, I just made this because I had this problem. Because of this, I think you would like it too. Here it is. Check it out. That kind of thing is definitely the way to go. Definitely offer, if you haven't released yet, to give them uh, a preview look or a sneak peek. Uh, that's great. Don't ask for anything in return. Be like, I'm only going to give you this if you write about us. But just see if they're interested in checking it out. That's definitely the best way to go because journalists are people too. And they think the stuff that they're writing about is awesome. And that's why they're writing about it. How soon should you start reaching out before you launch? I mean, that is a good strategy. I would give it at least three weeks just because some people take a long time to um, respond to your emails. What you can try to do if this is a major launch um, is try to keep everything under an embargo. And what an embargo means is basically you have an agreement with the journalist that they're not going to publish it until a certain time. Um, I know that embargoes themselves are kind of controversial within developers just because most developers don't really like them and don't really think that they work. And that can be very true, especially when you're dealing with a lot of the smaller blogs that don't have the necessarily, necessarily the journalistic integrity of the bigger guys. So it could be something to explore. But it's more something to explore when you're getting your app more into the top tier publications because they're the ones that are going to honor 
those embargoes and allow you to create a bigger launch. And when I say a bigger launch, the goal for your launch should be to try to be everywhere at once. So you want your potential audience, whatever they're doing, to be browsing their RSS feed and see the name of your app and then be on Facebook and your name comes up and then they're on Twitter, the name comes up and they're going to see it from different sources. And seeing it in all those different places is going to give your app credibility. And if they keep seeing it, they're going to be interested. They're going to at least click on that article. And if they are within your target demographic, most likely download your app if they see it everywhere because that's just proof that your app is valid. That's great. And one strategy I heard, and I love your opinion on this, is you let's say you have a one blog and you give them an exclusive. And once they hit, then you go out to the twos and three and say, hey, look, this one just featured us. Would you want to write about us too? Definitely. Using that kind of bottom-up strategy is extremely powerful. And it's a way to really prove you are newsworthy to the larger publications who might necessarily not even look your way. Okay. Well, I mean, it was backwards. So you start from the top bottom, but you give the number one an exclusive. So you find your the number one site that you want to be featured on and you just give them the exclusive for the launch. And then once they write about you, then you go to the smaller ones and say, hey, this big site just wrote about us. Would you want to review us too? Definitely. And a lot of times if you get featured in one of the top tier blogs and give them an exclusive, you're going to get all of those smaller blogs writing about you too, because a lot of those places get their news and <laughs> choose what to write about by what's featured on the bigger ones. And that that's just how it works. It's not even just like a, like, that's just how it is. And I mean, you're going to see the exact same blog post, like, stolen and published a bunch of different places and and you're just it's going to help you get that exposure especially if you have a link back to your website you're going to get the seo juice from all those links back to you and uh, it definitely works that way and i mean using that like a coverage in a tech crunch to get in the smaller tier blogs is definitely going to be effective i'm back i know wasn't that great Really awesome content from Dan. Again, his website is novicenolonger.com, novicenolonger.com. I was a guest on his podcast back in the day as well, so go check that out. But this was just a snippet of all the greatness inside App Masters Academy. Look, guys, I want to reveal some of the content within App Masters Academy because, frankly, I don't think I've done a great enough job showing you what's involved. So if you want to hire us, go check out appmasters.com. But if you really want to learn from us and some of my expert friends, that course, this full-blown course, is under the App Masters Academy membership site. All right? We've got some amazing content helping you to grow your app downloads with some advanced tactics. You just have to go into the content. I think we've done a really good job of structuring everything, but we've got so much content in there that's really going to help you and so much great results we've seen from our students already. So we're going to try to build out a community outside of this as well to really make sure that everybody's connecting. But we're so stinking proud. I'm so stinking proud, frankly, of the content that is under App Masters Academy. So I want to do a much better job of showing you some of the snippets within the App Masters Academy. All right. So if you're ready to get started, it is appmastersacademy.com. Just $49 with thousands of dollars worth of content, $49 a month just for you. All right. Until next time, I will see you on the next video.